Welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. I am your host, Jana Johnson. And this podcast is where you will learn how to become your wellness advocate, how to overcome adversity, and how to heal and balance your body so you can be the best version of you. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to my show. Today, I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is a personal struggle that I went through when I was sick with Lyme disease. And that is how to deal when you're having to eat in a certain manner and the rest of your family and friends and those closest around you are not eating that way, or maybe they don't support you or understand it. That can oftentimes be the reason that someone fails at their diet or their new way of life that's necessary that's necessary for them to fight a disease or to feel better, to heal. And, you know, I did not have that kind of support when I was really, really sick with Lyme disease. And this was back in 2013 when, you know, keto and paleo, those were all kind of brand new as far as the mainstream. And so there just wasn't as many products for sure and uh, resources out there. And so I kind of had to figure it out on my own. And, you know, I always get asked, did your whole family eat that way? No, they did not. And, you know, they also didn't understand it. And for the longest time, they didn't try to understand it. You know, I got made fun of and told to eat grass and things like that. And and that was very, very hurtful. And I think that, Um, you know, just in talking with clients and things, I always get asked like, well, what am I going to do at this party at this get together? Or, you know, the rest of my family doesn't eat that early. And that's the reason I eat that late. And there's a ton of really great reasons and excuses. But if you want to get well, and you want to feel your very best, you need to eat the way that you need to eat for your body. And people can either learn from you and jump on board or they can just sit back and continue to eat the way they eat and and be polite about it. But, you know, there's people that make other people feel bad for making healthy choices because maybe they find it threatening. Maybe they wish they were brave enough to eat healthy and, you know, they just don't understand it. And you know what? They don't need to. I learned very, very quickly to eat the way I needed to eat for my body. And thank goodness that I did because I'm able to sit here and have this podcast where I can share this message with you. And I felt it really heavy on my heart to share this message. And um, it's it's a really important one. So if you're the person that is sick right now or not feeling your best and you're working on yourself and you're working on trying to feel your very best and you're trying to eat in a manner that nourishes your body but starves out of disease gets rid of unwanted pathogens. I want you to know to keep on doing what you're doing and you do what you have to do for your body because it's your life. It's nobody else's life. And so you want to live your life to the best of your potential and your ability. And kudos to you for working your butt off to eat right, to do the right things so you can feel your very best. And hopefully those closest to you will take a note and learn from that. But I don't think that other people 
realize the struggle and how hard it is inside when you're the person trying really hard to to get healthy and you're being, you know, taunted and picked on by other people who don't want to eat that way. And, you know, it's also another big thing I see is people that, that go to the parties and the social events and things like that. That's kind of where they fall off the wagon. And, and I understand that I really, really do. You know, you, you have to remember, I'm not just saying this to say it. I lived that. I had to live that for a very long time. Lyme disease is no joke. I had to go without socializing and things like that for a few years. And even after that, it was a much, much different picture than it was before. And I just knew, look, I can easily fall off the wagon tonight, eat some food I shouldn't eat, drink some things I shouldn't drink, consume too much sugar. And I can do that. So I can sit here and pretend I'm a part of the whole group, but I'm going to pay for that. They're not going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to be the one that feels like crap. And it's not just a day, by the way, when you're really sick and you're trying to get well, when you mess up, you might suffer for that for three days or a week. And that's not a joke. Why do I want to do that? What is that going to do? If I'm around the right people who love me, then what I eat and what I drink is not going to change who I am and the personality that they're hanging out with, that they invited over. So please remember that. Another one is that, you know, you you have to typically eat earlier, right? When you're trying to be healthier, you don't eat these big late meals because Honestly, you're not supposed to really eat any less than three hours before bedtime because it just throws your digestion off. It throws your sleep off. And then that just goes downhill from there, right? So I always find it really, really important to tell people to eat when you need to eat. If you need to eat at 530 and your spouse or whomever doesn't get home till seven, you can still sit at the table with them when they eat their food. You do not need to be sitting and eating at the same time in order to be together, in order to socialize, okay? Food really is about being our medicine or our poison, and the social aspect that comes over it sometimes I think is really kind of what throws people off and the wrench in the wheels, so to speak. And I just want you to remember that what you do today, the decisions that you make and your food choices, you're going to be the one that benefits from it or you're going to be the one that suffers from it. So if you can't eat any sugar, if you can't have a lot of carbs right now, if you can't have any alcohol or whatever it is, you know, chips, popcorn, if you can't have that right now and you need to to do what you need to do to get well, to heal your body and get healthy, that's okay. Because sometime down the road, you're going to heal and get well, and you're going to be able to withstand a day of, you know, eating your junk food. But when you're in the moment of healing and working on yourself, you cannot give yourself those moments because what you do is you set that clock back. You take 10 steps backwards. If you're sick, if you have an autoimmune disease, if you have Lyme disease, you know that you cannot make one little mistake on your health and 
For those who don't know, I'm not exaggerating. You can't make one little bitty mistake on what you eat or drink. You will suffer and it'll be much more than just one day, much more than one little hour. Okay? It is not worth it. This is your life to live. And if someone else is that uncomfortable around you to watch you feel your very best and to work on yourself, well, then maybe that's something else that needs to be considered. Okay. I learned the hard way when I was sick. Um, you know, the people sometimes that you think are the closest to you, family or friends, sometimes you find out who the, those truest people are when you change for the better, when you have to deal with something they don't understand. I don't need everybody to understand whatever it is I'm going through or working on or doing. I just want you to support me. And sometimes that support looks like being respectful and understanding. And, you know, maybe you do try to learn why it is and you just support them in that because you love them and you care for them and you want them to feel your very best. So two people don't have to eat the same. You know, I eat much, much different than my kids and how I had to eat to heal my body from Lyme disease, the candida overgrowth, the leaky gut. I still eat that way, but I now can have a cheap bite or a cheap meal. I I wouldn't normally have, and I don't suffer from it. You know, maybe I get bloated. But if I'd have done that when I was in the process of healing and trying to get to where I'm at today, I would never be where I am today. And that is my point. You do what you have to do for yourself. And remember with every bite of food, with every sip, you're either feeding a disease or you're fighting it. And you get to choose that and no one else can choose that for you. So today's episode is going to be a little short I just felt a really strong urge to talk about this today because I get this a lot and I get this from people who are also just trying to get well. And it's like, well, oh, I can't, I can't be done eating dinner at six o'clock. My husband doesn't get home till seven. We normally eat at eight and that's our biggest meal and we look forward to it. And there are ways to maneuver and change things and do things differently. And you still get the social aspect. What you're after is the social aspects, right? Of that big meal, that gathering. So if you take the food away, why should the social part change? Why can't you still just sit there and talk to each other and unwind? Anyways, just food for thought. Thank you for all tuning in. And I hope you all have a really wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show and make sure to go to revivebyjana.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter. You can follow me on Instagram at revivebyjana to see my health tips and advice.